lovely humans. My name is Lucia Simon and I'm so excited to welcome you back to another episode um, of Roots and Wings. Or if this is your first time listening, welcome. I am doing like a personal story one today. I was kind of like realizing after my first one that going into like a new field is really hard (laughs) and it's really hard to be completely authentic and comfortable and vulnerable when you're trying something new that you've never done before that other people have and that's just so true for me and this podcast because Danielle did such an incredible job like kicking it off before and it can be really intimidating like stepping into it after she handed it off to me. So I just kind of wanted to start this podcast by like talking about that a little bit um, and how sometimes like when you start something new, you take it really seriously. And I feel like I've been taking things so seriously recently, especially around this podcast. And I'm like, haven't been allowing myself to just go for it and be okay making mistakes And I just want to be real with all of you. And it's hard. Um, Even when that's like the whole point of this podcast is to be real. And I've been listening to other people's podcasts. And I have to be very careful like comparing myself um, to people who have been doing this for years. That it's like their whole job. Um, But it's been nice listening to some people who have recently started a podcast too um because I can kind of hear like maybe they mess up at one point and when they don't cut it out I I just think that's beautiful I'm like oh my gosh they are being so real I feel like I'm in the room with them and so I just wanted to like kind of preface with that and be like hey this is me. I'm doing this. Um, I am trying my best just like everybody does and I'm going to make mistakes and I'm just going to share that with you guys and I'm going to share this whole journey with you. Um, Yeah, but so for this episode, I'm doing it solo. I thought it'd be kind of nice and helpful um, for you all to hear my story and my journey and my experiences so you don't feel like you're talking to a stranger and you can kind of understand like my process and my journey and and I can talk a little bit more about about that um and some different things that I've learned recently and different roots that I've created and how I've kind of like flourished and crashed and just all of the things all of the things um but yeah so I wanted to share that with you today and I'm excited I'm nervous but I'm excited so okay let's start before we begin I want to preface with a trigger warning I am going to be talking about anxiety um depression uh and around moving and transitions um Also keep in mind, YTP and Roots and Wings are not a substitute for professional medical advice. If you have a medical or mental health question or concern, you should consult a physician or other mental health professional. Stay tuned after the episode for resources related to the material. So I'm Lucia, if I guess I probably 
said that at the beginning. But I'm Lucia. I'll say it again. <laughs> I am 18 right now. And I live in Minnesota in like the Twin Cities area. Um, St. Paul, Minneapolis, kind of, if you know that. Um, and I live with my English teacher. So that's kind of giving you like a little taste of kind of where I am at now. I was born in Missoula, Montana. I had a pretty incredible childhood. Thank you to my wonderful parents. I grew up with my little sister who is now 15. She's going to be 16 in like a week or two um, or a little longer than that. But she's going to be 16 soon. And we kind of just, we went, we grew up in a really like, I don't want to say sheltered because it wasn't, it wasn't sheltered. We just, ha we were just really lucky. I feel like we went to, I went to a middle school and an elementary school that I absolutely loved. It's called Sussex School. And I loved it because it was such an like an experiential school. It was so focused around hands-on learning and like I don't know this idea of like teaching the whole child that I just love even if it like sounds cheesy sometimes like I just love that um that the focus isn't specifically on achievement like the achievement culture is very like I, it is, isn't there very much it's very like tampered um we didn't even have grades I didn't I didn't get grades until I started high school and sometimes people like assume oh if you don't have grades how do you have any motivation to work really hard? And it's really weird because I feel like going to that middle school and not having grades kind of created like this foundation of self-motivation. So whenever um, I am doing a project or something for school, I have, I like cultivated a lot of self-motivation. Um, so I'm not I, okay, I try not to be super motivated by grades. It's really hard in, like, the society that's built on achievement. Um, and, like, that's how you get – that's how you get praise. That's what everybody is working towards our, at our age is getting good grades. Um, and that perfectionist tendency is can be really hard. And I know so many people struggle with it, including me um, – and so anyways, my middle school was really good at kind of fostering an environment of self-motivation and then being proud of yourself when you finished a project because you're not getting like a letter stamped on your paper. You're just like, wow, I, I worked really hard on this. I, I really enjoyed um, doing this project and I learned a lot. So that was kind of my middle school. Um, and then my eighth grade year... I started to talk to my family about doing an exchange. And honestly, there was not a lot of preparation that went into it. It was a couple of conversations, um, one phone call with the family that I was supposed to stay with, which were just some family friends, kind of, um, that had four girls and then a mom and a dad and a nanny and a big Bernie's Mountain Dog that I loved. Um, but it was very... I was very unprepared going into it. Um, I think I left for Chile a week after my eighth grade graduation. Yeah, and I just was not prepared at all. I, like, no one had told me or, like, talked to me about um, culture shock. 
And I also didn't speak Spanish. So that was probably pretty, that was kind of a big one. Um, Yeah, so I flew in and I was supposed to be there for two months, three months. It was like most of my summer. And my host family and host sisters really had never had an exchange student before. And like that that's really hard to welcome a kid into your family like it's hard because there I've a lot of times when there's like a host family sometimes you'll go through like a training or something and the family that I stayed with just didn't really they just took me in it was it was a very much like oh yeah you can totally stay here but because of that kind of lack of awareness on both on both sides mine and the families um the exchange kind of took a hard turn um I spent most of my time in my room sleeping at first it was jet lag um and I was really excited to do things but after a while like the parents were never home um the sisters like spent a lot of time with friends um and when I would go with them I just wanted to go back to my room because I couldn't understand anything and there was just a lot of like little things neglect from the family and then also the nanny like not being paid to take care of another kid and I was the whole time I was just super stimulated um and I after about two weeks ish I my body like went into something called a dorsal rescue where all of my senses were so heightened ever like I was constantly on alert constantly feeling like there were threats all around me um and finally my nervous system was like okay shut down (laughs) like we are not dealing with this anymore um and that was like when my parents said okay we're bringing you home it was I actually went through another two weeks um before I came home and I was talking to somebody about this the other day um and just the what had played into me staying two weeks longer than I really should have was other people's expectations of me and feeling like if I came back and said, oh, well, I left after two weeks, people would say, oh, that's nothing. And not wanting to get any of that kind of backlash after having gone through this whole experience where I really struggled and but I will put myself through another two weeks of that um, just so I could go home and say, yeah, it was really hard and I was there for a month. Like versus saying oh, it was really hard and I was there for two weeks. So there's definitely something about this expectation that other people had of me and wanting to meet that and wanting to like somehow that validated my struggle for me, which it definitely didn't. <laughs> um, but that's how that's how I felt. Um, yeah, so, okay, so I came back from Chile, and I, um, was, like, about to start high school, um, I was on the soccer team, I was, like, super excited, but this dorsal rescue and this whole, like, traumatizing experience had flipped a switch for me, and I went into a major depression for about seven months after that, um, so I was going to school, I was doing my work, I was hanging out with friends, and then the second I got home, I would go straight to my room and I'd fall asleep. 
Like, it wasn't even just, like, hiding in my room. Like, I would literally fall asleep. I was just, my whole body was just taking care of me. It was, the, it's like, I kind of learned then about how much my nervous system has this intuition um, to protect me. And putting me to sleep day after day was a way that it was trying to protect me from my thoughts, my feelings, anything, honestly. Um, yeah, so that seven months was really hard, and I, my parents ended up pulling me out of high school, unenrolling me from my high school. Um, I absolutely adore my family because <laughs> during this time around winter, my family decided to take two months for ourselves and go on like a healing trip to Southeast Asia for for two months, um, just the four of us together. And this was just the best thing that we could have done. And I feel so lucky to have been able to have this opportunity and have the means to do this kind of trip um, for two months. And it just helped me heal like so much from my exchange and learn to love traveling again, um, learn to love like seeing other cultures and being able to experience it in a safer way mentally and physically with my family um, because we were all going through it together and I wasn't, I wasn't trying to figure it out all by myself. Um, and it just kind of, it just brought my family together so, so much. Um, and then when, when we came back to Missoula, we kind of like had had this whole big world life experience that had exposed us to so much as a family. And we had been living in Missoula my whole life. Um, and we are ready for another adventure. We're ready for something more. Um, and so we decided we were going to move. Um, and we were going to move somewhere where my sister and I could have a high school experience um, more similar to our values and more similar to um, our middle school. And my family searched, we, we searched um, kindest states in the U.S. And we searched for schools and all of this. And we found Mounds Park Academy in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, and their like slogan is dream big, do right. And I know like a lot of the students will make fun of that and be oh like that's so cheesy. But I kid you not, I printed it out. Like I printed out the saying when I found the school and hung it on my wall until I was accepted. Like I was over the moon. Um, I can picture like my parents finding the school and coming in and jumping on my bed with me, like my nicely made organized bed. And they come in and they're like, we found this school, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember looking through every inch of um, the website and just being like this, this is my school. I know this is my school. And just being so, so freaking excited. Um, so, okay, so then <laughs> there were all these logistics that we had to figure out, um, and I'll kind of go through these quick, but basically because my sister w had her eighth grade year 
um, at Sussex coming up. And my mom is a therapist in town who is, she's just incredible. And we needed like a strong sense of income kind of during this move and whatever. So after like so much time discussing, um, we decided that my dad and I were going to move first and be at, and be in Minnesota for a year, like the whole school year. Um, and then my mom and my sister were going to move out the next summer. Okay, so I was at MPA, absolutely fell in love with it. Um, like my classes, my teachers, everything. Um, again, experiential, the values like were there. Um, and they matched mine. I was able to have such deep in-depth conversations with my peers and my teachers and like asking questions is one of my favorite things to do. And I feel like at my old school, I was so scared to raise my hand because I didn't want to interrupt the class. I didn't want to like take us off topic, but at my school, I can raise my hand and ask about something. And my teacher will be like, 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 thank you. Like you're giving value to this class by speaking your mind by asking your questions. Um, and I just think that's beautiful. I, I, <laughs> I could go on about my school so much. I absolutely love it. And I made some of the best friends that I'd ever had. And so I was like so excited. I was thriving. I was doing kickboxing. Um, I was just loving life. And then we heard of something called COVID-19. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, but when COVID hit, because of, like, my dad hadn't gotten a job yet, like, all this stuff, we thought that COVID was just going to be for a little while, and then it went on for two years. Um, so my family ended up moving back to Montana um, to be with my mom and my sister and with my grandparents. So I had been just, like, plucked up from my home and, like, thrown backwards in my life, and I was not having it. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I do not want to go backwards. I'm, I'm finally, I feel finally healed. I feel, I feel like, I don't know what's happening. I was so confused and I was just mad. I don't know about you guys. I was so mad at the circumstances, um, and how, it just made me feel going back into virtual school and then I was virtual like that entire next year for school and having to spend so much time by myself and with my family like yes it was fun sometimes and like we got closer or whatever but I was like what is happening to the world um I know so many people like had such heightened anxiety and depression <laughs> including myself I was like trying so hard to stay on the track that I thought I was that that I had been in before COVID and all this stuff I found honestly I found nature really really helpful <laughs> I would I was a big tree climber I I don't know I think that's that's kind of weird but I would climb trees and I would just like sit in the trees I would blast my music I would go swimming in like glacier melt rivers and lakes in Missoula and that was my whole summer I I honestly was so frustrated I didn't get a job for that summer and I I felt like 
like I was falling behind in my own life. Like my life was on this trajectory supposed to go a certain way. And I, it just, all of a sudden it just got all messed up. And I was like, what am I going to do now? Like I've completely lost where I was going, where I'm headed. I didn't, moving my body is a big thing for my mental health that I've figured out. Um, I need to have some sort of exercise, even if it's just a walk during the day um, to kind of keep, to, to feel good, to have that like dopamine, those, those, like all those juices flowing kind of in my body. Um, I need movement and I was not exercising or doing anything for months at a time. Um, and I was comparing myself to all these people that during COVID were like, okay, I'm going to better myself in all these ways. And I honestly, if that was you, I'm so proud of you, like amazing. And if that wasn't you, I'm so proud of you. Like that I went through that too. And I, I don't know. I just, I was so angry at myself and at the world. And I was just, I was confused. I was so confused as to why this was happening and why I was falling behind or why I felt like I was falling behind and why I wasn't able to get up and just start running all the time. I was caught in so many spiraling comparisons. I was just sitting in my room watching Netflix and then once in a while going out with friends or if I was doing some sort of movement, I had to literally like pull myself out of bed, pull myself outside, and then probably like five minutes into my walk or run or whatever, I would just start crying. Like I, it, that, that year was just so messed up. Um, yeah. So, okay. So then I, yeah, I had virtual school that whole next year and okay, this, this year I'll kind of go by a little quickly to get you to where I am now. Um, and why I'm living with my English teacher (laughs) and like how I got back to Minnesota. I'm also, I'm recording this in my room. So if you hear me like shifting or whatever, that's just because I'm sitting on my floor and, um, I, I'm literally just, I'm just shifting. I'm now I'm sitting cross-legged. Um, yeah, there was some fun information for you to hear. I don't know. (laughs) Um, okay. So where was I? Virtual school. Okay. So I started virtual school the next fall um and going into it I was like okay I'm gonna start a routine again um I I mean I wrote everything down it was like make your bed make tea drink this much water or take an ice bath stand outside for five minutes meditate for 10 minutes like it was point by point minute by minute this is what you have to do every single morning this is what you have to do every single night um so kind of a starting out there um it was it was a it was an okay place to start. It was a good place to start for me. Um, so I definitely learned and have implemented now into my routine little tiny habits that I can do every day or every whatever couple days that make me feel good and that I'm excited to do. Um, versus things that I'm like, you have to do this. You have, it's kind of like saying you have to eat this kind of food every single day. You have to eat this many vegetables every single day. It's like, well, I don't like doing that. I'd rather eat pancakes every day. But like, I'm not gonna, 
like you don't look forward to that kind of thing versus now and I'll go into my routine now a little more later but part of my routine in the morning is doing these like specific stretches and I I I literally I kid you not look forward to it every night because I'm like oh I'm gonna get to do those stretches and I'm gonna like it'll feel so good when I wake up just like makes me feel fresh and makes me feel like I'm taking care of myself um so okay yeah so okay back to (laughs) back to like where I was going I kind of got off about routines um Okay, but I, so I was doing virtual school and all my friends were in person. Being completely virtual and then seeing all of my friends in one place together, feeling like they're going through it all together, they're transition, they're transitioning together, and I'm like stuck behind this screen was so like harmful to me. Just through all of this, I was, I was just learning so much about myself and my parents were just so so supportive they were just we were always we were always talking we were were always conversing like going through everything that was going through my mind all the pros all the cons all of it and we always had in the back of our minds okay lucia could go back even if we don't all go back as a family um and that was that's definitely really hard that was hard thing to know that that was that became my only option I I went through all these experiences I learned so much about myself and what I needed and I learned that I needed to be in an environment that mirrors my values that supports me as a human so after a long time I had a bunch of teachers reach out um, and offer to host me as um, the end of my junior year and then senior year. So that just, oh my gosh, it, <laughs> it makes my heart like so happy even right now to know everybody was looking out for me. So many people were looking out for me and like just know that I'm like always surrounded by people that are looking out for me. Um, so okay so I moved by myself um and I don't live by myself but it's kind of like I do I get all my own groceries I set up and drive myself to all appointments um I keep track of schoolwork and job stuff and sports and basically I am like having to learn these things a year in advance before I go to college and before I do it with other people. Because I feel like that's been one of the hardest parts about this experience. The fact that I'm not, it's not like college where you're going and you have an entire freshman class that is going through the same transition, the same experience as you. Um, Because it's just, it's just me. Um, Nobody can really understand what it's like going day to day, living as, like, everyone sees you as if your life is totally normal. And then I come back to my English teacher's house at night and kind of tuck into my own space. And I am completely responsible for myself. So here I am. I have been living in my English teacher's house for, uh, oh my gosh, I don't even know. It's March and I moved here in August. So I don't know how many, however many months that is. Like I've been here 
Um, I just, I, I want to let you all know that doing this and whenever you at some point like move by yourself or take a leap and are like become more independent it's hard but you learn and grow so much I don't even know how to like I mean I do know how to explain it because I'm going to um I made like a list of a couple things that I've learned recently and I'll let you know a little bit of what I'm doing now uh since I'm responsible for myself and I'm taking care of myself so one of my favorite um my favorite like quotes or sayings that I've heard or read or something somewhere that I always use um is treat yourself like somebody you're responsible for taking care of that just completely spoke to me because it's just it's so true you only have control over yourself and your mind and your actions like you literally can't control anything outside of your body of your space of your mind um all of that is up to the universe and up to others and all of that so it's been a really good thing to have in the back of my mind um and know that like I need to prioritize specific things. I need to make my well-being and my healing and my mental health my biggest priority because nobody else is going to do it for me. That, oh my gosh, that gives me like chills. Like nobody else is going to do that for you. This is up to you. So to make yourself and your well-being a priority is just so powerful. So kind of starting with learning about yourself and learning about what you need day to day to cultivate a safe place and a couple things that I've learned that I will share with you is one what I was saying earlier um I need a routine routine is super important to me and in creating like some palpable stability so okay I don't journal but I have this book that I write down some specific things. So I write down three gratefuls, three things I'm grateful for. Um, And then I'm going to try to find one from recently. Okay. Three things I'm grateful for, one intention, and one thing I'm looking forward to. So this is mine from March 4th, 2022. And it says my three gratefuls are for colors, um, knowing myself and my needs and taking care of myself. And then the third one is pushing my comfort zone intentionally. Um, that's been big right now because I'm doing a yoga teacher training and you guys, it is so scary, but it has literally been one of like my biggest growing experiences because I will get up in front of this group of like 14 other people that are learning to teach and then three or four actual teachers and I will get up to like teach a like part of the sequence um and I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing like I will get up just having no clue what I'm gonna say I want to be inspirational I want to whatever 
but I'm just learning. And it is so much of like, like being out of my comfort zone, like more than I've ever been in, in like an intentional way. And that's why I love that I wrote down pushing my comfort pushing my comfort zone intentionally it's because I'm not like going into this and other people are like well you have to do this you have to do whatever it's like no I chose to be here in this class this is something that I would love I absolutely love yoga um and even when it like makes me want to pee my pants like I'm so nervous to like get up and I mess up literally all the time um that I put this down in one of my gratefuls just feels so powerful to me I'm like okay I'm switching the narrative. This is not just a scary thing. This is like something that is helping me grow. This is something that I'm doing intentionally and it's giving me something. It's giving me something. It's it's purposeful. Okay, so one, oh my God, I literally could cry. I love, like, okay, my intention, my one intention for that day was I wrote down, feel the love you have for you. Like, what? Are you kidding me? I, like, sat down and I'm, like, groggy-eyed. Like, my head isn't even going yet. And I just write down, feel the love you have for you. I'm going to say that again. Feel the love you have for you. Oh, my gosh. Again, going back to just, you are the only one that can control yourself, your feelings, your your actions, your environment. And so to just know that you love yourself. Oh my gosh, it it just gives me chills. Just remind yourself that. Like that is what you're building. You are building lasting love for yourself. Just just remember that. Okay. Um and then my one looking forward to um was for spring break and then at the end of this and you can kind of tell that throughout like as I'm reading this throughout this morning and this was like a random page that I flipped to by the way or like yeah um you can kind of tell that like I was having a harder time this morning and so then I wrote down after all of that which is those are like my baseline like that's what I try to do every morning and then I wrote down I love you, you beautiful girl. Have an amazing day. Breathe, smile, go slowly. Just, oh my god. I just, like, ugh. I have just learned so much to be my own best friend and, like, my biggest hype girl. So I've spent the past three days by myself because all my friends are off on, like, spring break. So I've just, like, been by myself And it is scary. Even though I live by myself and I'm by myself all the time, going like, okay, Lucy, you have nothing planned. You're just gonna, you're just gonna hang out with yourself. That's scary. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give you the reminder that I gave to myself this day. Feel the love you have for you. When you don't, when you're scared of something, when you are like nervous about something, when something's giving you anxiety, Change the narrative. And honestly, changing the narrative can be something like I did on this day of like, okay, you're doing this hard thing, but you're doing it intentionally to grow. Or it can be like, okay, you're just going to fucking get through it. Like, this is going to be hard. This is going to suck. So 
that's okay too to be intentional about not being intentional. Um, so yeah, a lot of times my intention ends up being come back to your breath because again, being like in yoga all the time, I, that is something that I have like learned a lot about. And that's something that that's a tool, um, that I can use to kind of bring myself back to my body and what I'm feeling. Um, because it makes it easier to listen to myself and my intuition and because you gotta you gotta trust your intuition. You gotta trust your gut. Like if you are in a situation and you have no idea like what to do, like just take a moment, breathe, maybe give yourself a little smile, show yourself some love, maybe like give your hand a little like rub or something. Um and then just settle into your body and notice what's happening in it notice what kind of feelings you have because your body knows what's going on even like a lot of times my body knows what's happening even before my brain does it's just letting me know what's going on it's letting me know that okay your nervous system is a little off you need to do something for yourself and then that's when I can kind of come in as my own best friend my own like hype girl and the person I'm responsible for taking care of or whatever where, like, if I'm having a hard day, I'll be like, okay, Lucy, I love you. I know you're going through a lot right now. Um, I'm so proud of you. I see you. I hear you. I know what you're feeling. I know this is really hard. And let me just hold you. Let me just take you. Let me guide you. And we're just going to get you into bed. We're going to do some things that help you calm down. And we're just going to go to sleep. Like, being that for yourself has been is just is so important and I feel so grateful to have learned that so young um and I also know that this podcast is really long um just because my story is long and I have a lot that I want to talk to you guys about so okay here are some of my concrete takeaways listen to your body listen to your intuition trust it it knows what's going on give yourself space to check in with it and let it let it guide you. And then be intentional with your actions towards yourself, towards others. Be intentional with how you look at them, where you center your perspective or your narrative. Because um, that can really change how you feel about situations and how you proceed in those. Um, be your own best friend. Be your biggest hype man. Like, I will literally be looking at myself in the mirror, not feel good, whatever. I'll be like, girl, you look freaking amazing. Like you're gonna, you're crushing it. Even if today sucks, like it's just a day. Like it's okay. Everybody has these days and you're gorgeous. I love you. You're such a beautiful person inside and out. Like that's so important. Um, and kind of on that note too, make your well-being and your healing and moments for yourself, like your biggest priority. No one's going to do it for you. You have to do that for yourself. Um, yeah. And then, okay, this is my last... Wait, no, I have two more. Okay, I have two more. I wrote some of these down. I'm being totally honest. I wrote some of these down before I got into this podcast because I was like, well, I don't want to forget these even if they don't like work into my story. So one thing that hasn't totally worked into my story but I think is so important is one knowing how beneficial rest is even with my routines and my like go 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 sometimes 
you just need to take uh, like some time to rest. You need a rest day. You need a rest freaking week. That's okay. But like, again, be intentional with your rest, but allow yourself to have it because that's so important. Intentional rest is just as important, if not more so, than being intentional with your movement, being intentional with what you put in your body, whatever it is. Just, oh my gosh, rest. Rest is one of my favorite things, you guys. I just absolutely love it. Like just to sit down with a book or like mindlessly watch a show one day. Sometimes you need that and that's okay. And that, No, that's like, that's amazing. Prioritize that. Prioritize rest too for yourself. It You do not need to prepare yourself when you're having a rest day and somebody else is going crazy or whatever. Like good for them. Like that's, that's their, that's their story for the day. Like that's, that's okay. And just focus on yourself because you are in charge of you. You're in charge of your actions and your feelings and just know how beneficial, how, oh my gosh, how beneficial rest is for your mind, your body, for everything. And then, okay, my final point, and I just absolutely love this um, quote. I have it hanging on, hanging on my door. Um, to just remind myself this, surround yourself with people who feel like sunshine. Oh my God, I can't. I absolutely love it. Surrounding yourself by people who make you feel good, who bring light into your life. It's just so important to find those relationships and prioritize those relationships that just make you feel good, that give you something, that don't suck all the energy out of you um but that embrace you and give you energy and give you the kind of love and the kind of light that you deserve so yeah be around people who feel like sunshine I just absolutely love that I love sunshine and people that feel like that like that's just oh my gosh I don't know I just love that um yeah okay if you've made it this far thank you so much I love you so much And yeah, I kind of just gave y'all like my whole story. I know I said y'all, oops, that was like weird. Okay, but all of you, (laughs) I just gave you the whole rundown on me and everything. Um, I, I just love you guys. I love you all. And this made me so happy. Um, And I'm really excited to continue making these podcasts and making episodes that feel authentic and real and I know those are synonyms but just like I literally I'm just so excited I'm so happy okay I love you guys have the best day um and yeah no that's it I just love you okay have the best time I yep okay bye thank you all so so much for listening I just had so much fun talking with you all um and to close out I want to share with you a few resources um which include the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention the Trevor Project which is a resource for the LGBTQ community a mental health resource the National Alliance on Mental Health Seeds of Peace which is a leadership organization and Mental Health America I hope you all have a wonderful day and I'm so excited to share another episode with you next month. Okay, bye!